Good luck bracelet. Mm -hmm. Where'd that come from? It's a mantra message band. It's their mantra band. So when I was in um, in high school, my freshman year, the Spanish teacher, um, she pretty much just caught a hold of me like early, and I built I built like a huge relationship with her. Uh, so back in two thousand seven. She's still like my mentor, kind of. Yeah. So when I graduated from Penn State, which I went to, I went to college and did what I needed to do because of her. She, okay. I did it for myself, yeah. but she was the one like instilling that to to you know graduate high school, go off to college, get your degree, have a backup plan, you know. Yeah. Um. So I met her just this past summer. Um. At Blue. For dinner and she brought me a bunch of bands and this one says own your power so there's a message behind every single band this one's just like believing in yourself and yeah. uh you know be awesome. who you are yeah. so yeah i wear it for good luck there's good, good. different messages for different timing yep so. i get it <laughs> um what did you study uh marketing and management okay so business major yeah fun yeah I'm sure that that was that before or after metal misfits like before or after lunch I, that? so I've been going to school since 2011 um, I was accounting and then from accounting I switched over I went to school in Arizona I hated it um, I got homesick I came back home and then I got home and I kind of fell in the uh, you know the Lehigh Valley, just yeah. like back in the old ways, started just not doing too good um, at 21 when I came home. So I really caught back into Penn State when I was 24. She was two years old. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going full time. I was at like a community college and I was like, I don't even want my associates. I want my bachelor's. Yeah. I want my business degree. So. At 24, I started full-fledged, full-time again, and Metal Misfits started while I was in school. It was just like a con, like like an idea. Yeah. And then business school really made me like put it into play. Yeah. So. Cool. It was kind of during during it, and then I finished out the year after I launched. Okay. Cool. I mean, I went to school for a lot of different things as well. I'm still in school. Yeah. Yeah, when I got out of high school, I went to school and I grew up in New York City. We moved out here. I went to Lincoln Tech first mm -hmm. because I had a vocational high school diploma in computer electronics. And I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna continue with this. Nope, then I went to school for radiology. And then I went for mathematics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it was criminal justice. Then I went to the army. And then I was like, I'm gonna do psychology. And then I ended up with exercise science. So you found your passion as yeah, you go. Yeah. I business wasn't the first I always like told myself when I was like younger, my mom's like a big she's a big time, like she she hustles. Like there's not no doubt about it, single mom my whole life almost, and she just gets it when she needs to. So I always saw that, and she'll she'll sell you your pen, 
like your pen, she'll sell it to me. So I kind of got that from her and I was like, oh, I want to be in business. And then I tried so many different things. Yeah. And like nothing just fueled my, my heart until I finally was like, okay, marketing is like, it's business still. Yeah. And has everything to do with a business. Uh, and marketing just like stuck, but it took it took forever to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, to figure it out, right? So many things we tried. I tried psychology. Yeah, I tried. You know, you have to try it all when you're general um, general studies. Like, yeah. try it all. You're like, oh, I think I like this until you get into the second class, and you're like, wow, no, I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I genuinely love psychology. I have I joke about this with my fiance all the time. I have enough electives in psychology. That if I wanted an associate's degree, I would probably need three or four classes. Um, so I did love that, but fitness is it for me. Fitness is definitely yeah, it. yeah. Um, I when I remember this like yesterday, I had a friend. This had to be in first grade. We were in gym class. Mm -hmm. He ran into the wall. We were playing basketball. And he was lying on the floor crying about his knee because he hit the wall. So. <laughs> I breathed hot air onto my hands and rubbed them together, and I rubbed his knee and asked him if it was better. He was like, yep, stopped crying, got up, we played basketball. Um, his name was Anthony. He used to eat cheese and jelly sandwiches, which I thought was gross, but so weird. that's what he liked, right? Um, and from that day on, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor, right? And I wasn't too far off. I'm like a pre-diagnosis doctor, yeah. I consider myself. Yeah, um, so I was just like intro chit chat. Um, so everyone, I'm here with Jocelyn from Metal Misfits. Um, gonna let you introduce your brand and what your brand is about. Let the people know. Okay. So hello everyone. My name is Jocelyn Cuevas, owner of Metal Misfits. Uh, Metal Misfits. Uh, a metal misfit is an individual um, who sets their attitude apart from everybody else inside and outside the gym um, in everyday life. So uh, when I first started the brand, um, I was going to the gym and I was just helping out anybody who came my way. I used to get DMs every single day like, can I go with you to the gym today? And I'm like, they don't understand that, what gym time means to me. So just being nice. I'm like, sure, like, yeah, meet me there, you know? So I'm, I kept meeting up women, with women, uh, and, 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 and sometimes men, too. There was a lot of men who just wanted to start, just didn't know how to. And I started doing that so much that it was, like, consuming my life. And I was just like, I can't. It wasn't making me happy, because, like, I, again, I, I'm not a physical trainer because I don't have patience. I'm yeah. learning how to have patience. As Having my kid, I'm learning. So... Back when Brandon left, uh, Brandon's in the Air Force, um, when he went on his second deployment, I had a lot of time on my hands. Not a lot of time, because <laughs> I was still in school, I had my daughter at our house, all that. I was just trying to figure out a way to help as many women as possible without actually physically being there. So I tried to create like different plans, all that good stuff, but again, none of that like fueled my it didn't it didn't make me happy yeah I, I felt like I was still in school and I'm writing up these plans and then you know some of them are doing them some of them are not and uh, financially it just wasn't smart for me so 
I thought about, I was in the gym one day and I was looking around and I'm looking at all the girls and I was like, what is the same with all these girls? What, like, what do they all need? I kept looking at all their different products that they had there. You see some girls with water bottles, you see some girls with bands, you see some girls with a backpack, you see some girls with just little things. And I'm like, I'm going to create a backpack. I'm just going to create a backpack. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I hate when girls use duffel bags. Yeah. Kind of takes away that feminine, like, aspect in the gym. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do the backpacks. Um, And then I was like, I don't even have a name, like, nothing. I just, like, thought about myself as, like, a misfit in the gym because I'm not, like, a, I'm not a CrossFit person. I'm not into a certain type of fitness. Like, I just like being fit, that lifestyle. So I created the backpack, and then I started incorporating items into it as I was going. I was just like, oh, the bottle, oh, the planner, oh, this. You know, I just kept putting things into it, and I kept talking about it for a while. And I wasn't actually, like, putting it in play. And um, then I just, I ended up creating a starter kit, which was my version of a starter kit for women to kickstart their fitness. Um, and when I did do that, I, I brought clothes along because I just thought the clothes would just be like a little extra thing. But yeah. really, my I really was excited for the backpacks. Um, and yeah, and we ended up launching with the backpacks and the clothes. But the clothes were like, at my grand opening, the clothes just went. And I was like, does anybody remember that I started with the backpacks? You know, like I, I created the backpack for yeah. you guys. Thought you were here for the backpacks and everyone loved the clothing and I in a big fashion yeah. fit fashion I'm all about being in my fitness clothes probably 24 7 yeah I do everything I go to the gym early in the morning and I'm in those clothes for a little bit and usually when I shower and get back into something it's back into fitness clothes so we started the, the, the fitness line and and that's kind of what stuck yeah How often do you go to the gym and you see someone who you don't personally know and they're wearing your brand? How often does that happen? So um, I would say it's starting to happen a lot now. Yeah. Um, in the past like three, four months. Um, I, I tend to go to the same gym I, all the time. It's just like right next to my house. Yeah. And I go. And the people I do see there I know um, or I've met along this yeah. journey. Um, but when I do visit like powerhouse and stuff like that, yeah. I do see my name and it's just, oh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really cool to be like, those are my pants. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot of pictures from people, random people, and they'll be like, I was at the grocery store today and I looked down and I saw your sandals and I'm like, <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it. And yeah. it, it, it's very nice. It's very like fulfilling. I feel very good when I see that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just expanding. It should. It should. Um, so you mentioned when Brandon deployed, you had a lot of time on your hands, even though you didn't actually have a lot of time on your hands. That's something we get all the time, especially when it comes to people take care of themselves. Um, so you had a lot to do, a lot to manage, but you still had time to plan and think about where you wanted to go. Um, how did you manage that? Um, I'm a big uh, planner. Like, 
I st- it started off as a budget. Yeah. Um, I just got like a 12 month planner and I would just like map out my week. Um, I would map out my bills at first and then it started being like, I'm mapping out my week. Um, because when he wasn't here, it was like my daughter had to go to daycare. She was with my mom and his mom. And then with me all those other days and they would take her so I could go to school. So I would just like map everything out and like I literally live with that planner. Like yeah. wherever I go, that planner is with me just so I can like take myself through it. Cause yeah. it's the only way I was able to like management manage my time. And I did have like a lot of help when it came to my mom and his grandma and his mom. They helped me a lot with her. So it allowed me to like be able to do the things that I needed to do while he wasn't here. Yeah. 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 And has he gone away since then? Um, just like small little things. Yeah. Um, he tours again in October of 2022. So, um, still like up in the air, you, you know how that yeah. goes. You don't yeah. really know all the details. You just kind of know like a month and a date. I mean, a month and a year. So we're hoping he uh, stays back at the base yeah. and uh, that position is up in the air. So we're hoping that he gets that. Yeah. He's kind of competing. Uh, it's competing for the next uh, position up. So gotcha. um, he's going through that, doing the motions now. So yeah, absolutely. Hopefully he doesn't have to tour. We already did two deployments. This last deployment was it's just insane. It went from seven months to nine and a half months. Yeah. And surprise. Yeah. And like yeah. having your, that's a key component of your family. Yeah. Gone. It's no joke. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of people don't understand the sacrifice, even without having, you know, lost someone so significant to your life, but mm-hmm. even just having them pretty much erased for X amount of time and then even that time period can change how how stressful that can be and how much of a sacrifice that is I say it's a cursing it's a curse and a blessing yeah uh, the last deployment was I could say it was both it was very very it was very difficult like on the heart and on the mind and for my child to be like look at that every day like every night um, but also it was like a blessing because as a mom, you kind of put everybody first. Yeah. You you think about your kid in the morning, what they got to do. You think about your partner all the time, coming home, cooking dinner, all that good stuff. You know, laundry. You're just constantly worried about everything else that you don't focus on yourself as much. Yeah. So him being gone was a little, like I said, I didn't have that much time, but I did have a lot of the extra time where I'm, I wasn't cooking dinner as much. I'm yeah. just like, slice of pizza and my kid is fine and I'm like I'm drinking a protein shake like I don't care yeah uh, anything to not cook today and I just got to focus on myself which was which was something that I never really did yeah so yeah that's how the cursing and the bless the, a blessing and a curse at the same time yeah it does suck though yep. 100% yeah. every deployment sucks yeah so, even small trips suck. yeah 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 so what does that bracelet say again here it says, Own Your Power. Own Your Power. So during that time, you were able to kind of step back, 
and focus on some things that would make you better, get your power back. And I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, he could feel that when he came home as well. Because yeah. you're, you know, when you go through something like that and you grow and you're strong, you come back even stronger to the relationship, oh, right? Absolutely. I had, I wouldn't say I had nothing going for myself before Metal Misfits, but I was in a very like limbo. I work at a bar, so um, I got wrapped up in working at the bar since I was since my daughter was born. Yeah, uh, she was about a couple months old when I was like, I'm not going to back to my. I was working six in the morning till five at night. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to breastfeed and all that. And none of it was working out. So I finally ended up going into the bar life, and I just got like wrapped up in that. And you get very adjusted to the to the cash flow and yeah. the hours are night, so they're sleeping when I'm working, and then I come home and I'm up early, and I got I'm I'm adjusted to the lifestyle, um, but that was all that I had. I was going from bar to bar, not feeling this bar, so I've quit, and then I'm going to the next bar, and I was part time in school. Yeah. So like. I was working at something, but I still wasn't working at, I wasn't working towards that marketing degree. Yeah. I was just in limbo. Um, and I feel like with time, with him being gone, I start, I, I, Metal Mistress was an idea before he left. And he kept telling me, don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, like whatever. Um, but I told myself when he comes home, I'd be a better version of myself. And I went from just being a bartender and a part-time you know, student to becoming a full-time student, really, really working at the degree and setting like a plan in place. I started Metal Misfits. I still hold that job at the bar because yeah. that's, my, that's, my, that's my money maker. <laughs> that's what pays the bills. Yeah. Um, and I do everything else in between. So now I just feel like now I have like a like a title and I have like I do this this and this and this and that. Where before I was just like I'm a bartender. Yeah. You know. So yeah. now now I created a whole different version of myself. I'm definitely a whole different person than I was two yeah. years ago. It sounds that sounds like very cliche, say, but it's true. Yeah. I was just worried about going out with my friends, hanging out going to the bars on my days off. I'm already at the bars certain nights. Um, I have a kid, I have a, a, a house, a husband, well, not a husband, but soon to be, yeah. um, all that good stuff. And I was just more worried about being in, in, the, in, like, in the scene, yeah. right? I wasn't like too concerned about like my future. Um, and now, fast forward, so now, now you can't even get me to go to the bar on the day <laughs> off. I'm like, I got what? too much stuff to do. I have too much stuff to do, and yeah. that sounds so bad to people. Really, people hate hearing that from me. A lot of people hate hearing. I've, I've lost so many relationships over the last two years, and it sounds bad because people say like you elevate and people start to weed out. Yeah, and you, you go through it, and you're like, but why? Because I'm not changing who I am. Like emotionally and I'm still me and I'm still the caring person that I want to be and I still want to be a good friend and a yeah. daughter and a, I'm a sister and I want to be all that but I don't got time yeah I don't have time yeah how you know how hard yep. was it to you know get together I just have a schedule and 
in that schedule, I have other things scheduled. Yeah. And if it's not work, Metal Misfits, I still got to go to the gym. Yeah. No matter what, that is my lifestyle. And yeah. a lot of people don't understand that as well. Yeah. So it's just something that people don't understand, and that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes we go places, and, you know, you can't take everybody everywhere, you know. Um, and it's not that either party is choosing to just step out of the other person's life. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, moving a certain way and changing who you are. You know, I hate to get uh, new age on you, but like you, your vibration is going to change. Like you're not and aligning. Yeah. Yeah. When, when there's two different, when your vibrations are too different, you know, it causes separation. Yeah. Um, just like if we turn some high bass music on in here and we set a glass on the table, the table's a little more sturdy, so it's not going to vibrate as much. So that glass is eventually going to move off the table. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it takes a lot to start a business while working a day job, going to school, being a parent. Um, and that's what you were doing before. And now you're currently running a somewhat successful <laughs> business, right? Successful. It's, it's so, like, humbling to be like, what? Like, you know, six months ago, people were asking me that. And I'm like, oh, I'm growing. Like, it's growing very slow. Like, yeah. you know people think it's like faster than what it is and I'm like no we're growing and now it's like I need somebody to come help me I'm like all my friends I'm like do you want to work tomorrow <laughs> do you want to come to my house and do you do you want to work yeah. you know now it's now it's there and now it's I'm putting full-time hours into it yeah so it's it's there and yeah. it's moving yeah and it doesn't stop and business is I'm I'm ten people in one in one right yeah. now. You know? Yeah. So it's moving. Yeah, and eventually you'll be able to say, Okay, I'm not that good at this. Let me have somebody else do this piece, right? Sometimes yes. it's hard to let go though. <laughs> that control of you just wanna make sure that I always wanna make sure that that person is doing it as, as much as I would be doing as yeah. good as I would be doing it, you know. I had my uh, I had my one of my best friends um, help me package and I kept second guessing her packaging the orders I kept going back and double checking them yeah and I'm like oh she got it right but like I need to like let go of that control and trust that someone who is coming in to help me is yeah. going to have my best interest and help me out but it is hard it is just it's very hard yeah yeah it's it's hard to believe that someone else has the same passion and drive about something because it's your baby right um but i will say all of these things that you're doing to better yourself are bringing certain people around you so that does make it a little bit easier oh God, to bring yeah. the right people in to help you move forward yeah um i i haven't always been the most organized and the most scheduled i'm an army baby so mm -hmm. i thrive in chaos so even when we, yeah, we do have plans and they're exact and we rehearse them over and over and over again, mm -hmm. but the chaos, it's organized chaos. Yeah. Um, but as you know, in real life business, you can't operate that way. Um, so in, you know, tightening my shot group and challenging myself to grow, mm -hmm. 
you know, over time that just starts to pour out into your staff mm -hmm. to the point where you make them uncomfortable in a productive way. Yeah. And then at that point you're like, oh, I can go on vacation. They've got it. I, that's, that's my team. Uh, I say I have a team now. Yeah. So my, <laughs> there's three of us, um, but I have like a content creator type. Uh, she does more of the visuals. She kind of like helps out with colors, just different things all around the board when it comes to social media, um, props and a, and a photo, all the different th things that she does. Then I have Nef Nefty, who is my go-to. That's my, he's been my right hand since I started. Yeah. Um, and I even say it now, it's like, I just said we had a photo shoot yesterday. And I was like, what am I here for? <laughs> I was like, what am I here for? Yeah. I just bring the clothes and then I'm I'm there and then sometimes he's like, Hold this up for me, just like shave me. I'm like this I can't believe this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But it's a it's a part of the job. But I trust I like say it to them all the time. They'll be like, Is this okay? And I and I don't even look. I'm like, I trust you guys. Yeah. You got it. Like, you got it. I trust you, like those two people right now that's I trust them with everything you know yeah not so much packaging orders but <laughs> when it comes to my social media and content and all that kind of stuff the ideas they're 100 percent yeah they got my trust yeah are we shipping out of state yet at this point <laughs> I just shipped to actually um to the other side of the world yesterday Nice. So across seas, it costs a little bit more, but for me, it's just, that's more of an opportunity. Yeah. Um, we did ship Canada. Um, I shipped to Michigan a lot, California, Seattle, Wisconsin, um, Texas a lot, Florida a whole lot. And yeah, and then the money makers in the valley yeah. at the moment. Yeah. But that was the goal was to take over here before I took off took off anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It's growing other places. Yeah. It's like the bigger you get, the more hats you put on, right? Because at one point, yeah, you were doing everything, but you weren't holding stuff over people to shave them, right? Yeah. Um so even when you feel like you're not there, you're creating culture mm -hmm. and you are being the foundation of yeah. the organization and leading by example because like you said working out is in my schedule all the time all the time gotta do it because like you said before that's your time that's the base of the business yeah that's how the business started yeah that's how it's a uh, you you read right yeah so when you read a lot of successful entrepreneurs or people who do motivational things when you read their books, it's like they wake up at that 6 a.m. routine, sometimes 5, you know, they have that, that miracle morning. They wake up, they drink their water, they brush their teeth, they have their breakfast, they go to the gym, they read, they set the tone for the day. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say that that's my lifestyle. Like, I wake up at 6 in the morning, <laughs> working at the bar changes that yeah. start time. But my start time is like 9 a.m., uh, out the door usually 9 nine thirty, and I I started to try to like incorporate that into my life yeah if these people are this successful and they're this is what they're doing and they're using 
health, for yeah. wealth, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. And I just I have a passion for fitness, but if it can make my overall life better, I'm doing it. Yeah. And now, that's just that's just the routine. Yeah. It, you know, we we left to. We left to go to vacation two Sundays, not vacation. We went to our friend's house who live in Maryland, which is a decent drive. Yeah. And we were just going to spend the night, and we both wake up, me and Brandon, in the morning. And the plan was to get ready and go. And as I'm getting out of bed, he's like, I'm going to um, I'm gonna go to jiu-jitsu real quick. And I was like, and I'm going to the gym real quick. <laughs> you're going, I'm going. Yeah. You're making the time today, and I'm making the time today. Yeah. You know, so before we do anything, that's what sets the tone. Yeah. It's just my lifestyle. Yeah. It really makes, I think it makes me an overall better person. Um, I, it allows me to get my frustrations out. Whatever I'm feeling that I'm not liking, that's how I shake it out instead of doing it other ways. Yeah. It's my own time. Let it out. I say F it up, but mess it up in the gym <laughs> and then you can curse okay. my, my description says foul language so yeah. yes you go in the gym you fuck it up and then you yep. you know you you fuck up the rest of the day yeah that's just my that's the tone yeah every day and it, yep. and it sticks and it works yeah it um, really does and like you said for some people it's 6 a.m for some people it's 9 a.m i actually watched a, a podcast uh, a few days ago, I think the guy's name is Wes Watson or something like mm-hmm. that, and he wakes up at two thirty a.m. Two thirty a.m. To get to the gym by like four. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's to his own gym. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Because he has to get his mind. He said he has to get his mind right before he even goes to the gym because he's got to make his post for his members and so forth and so on, which is great. I'm not waking up at two thirty. Um, so I'm going to sleep at that. Yeah, like you said, it's not so much about the time that you start, because you know, 6 a.m. for me is not 6 a.m. for someone in California. So the the number on the clock doesn't exactly matter. It does matter. not matter. It's about that routine, building yeah. that routine and that structure. Just like mm-hmm. you said, you gotta. I mapped everything out because I had so many things to do, and then it turns into. No, actually, I do have time to do some of this other stuff. Yeah. Maybe not what everybody else wants you to do, mm-hmm. but the things that are going to drive you and push you yeah. forward. I love it. What do you do when you go to the gym and it's one of those off days and you just can't, something about it. I just, just like I just don't, don't want to be in the gym right now. Um, we have those, we, I have those, I think I have those once a week. Yeah. At least once a week or every other week. 90% of the time, I'm in the car at 9 in the morning, and I say, I think I'm going to the club, right? Mm -hmm. I chug that (laughs) pre-workout. I turn on the music. I'm in the car. I'm just jamming before I get there. I'm in the mood. And then there's some days where I'm like, I take the pre-workout. I'm just like, I don't want to go. I just get there, and, like, those are usually my best workouts. Yeah. Like, those are my, like, best workouts. Like, the ones that I don't want to do, I just do want It's like, you don't want to do something, but you still got to get it done. Yeah. I'm never just, like, pull up to a gym and be like, ah, I'm not going to do this today. Yeah. I still go in and I get it done. Yeah. And most of the time, those are my best workouts. That's where my body pushes myself the most. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. 
and that transfers over into business because you're teaching yourself physically, you know, in the army we call, or in the military, we call it muscle memory, mm -hmm. right? Um, you do something wrong, we're gonna punish you physically for it, mm -hmm. and you're gonna remember, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the time. So those days where you just don't wanna do it, you just gotta show up, go through the motions, do the work, and that doesn't mean, you know, today I'm not gonna squat 315 for eight, I'm probably gonna do 225, yeah. but you still gotta get the work done, and that's where, that's pushing yourself, you know, to the edge of the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. That's when the real breakthroughs happen. Yeah. When you don't want to be there, you don't want to sit on the phone for two hours because Absolutely. you overslept, so you miss some phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been injured, so now, so the year before I started metal, the year that I started metal misfits, it was April of 2019. 2019 um, I was deadlifting and I injured myself I pulled I have two bulge discs in my back my L4 L5 S1 I have a bunch of inflammation that rides up to my T11 and it's fast forward till today I'm still the same yeah there's no there's been waves of I feel better, I feel I don't feel that good. Today I feel great. Um, I've never got better. I'm still yeah. same injury, same same thing. Um, I stopped working out when I graduated for about a month and a half, almost two months. I just between business, wrapping up presentations, all that work, group work, everything. I couldn't work out and. That played a bad, that was bad for my body. Like, yeah. I started to feel my injury more. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. The doctor said to chill out. Yeah. But, like, I'm in a lot of pain today where yeah. I started to have to put my brace back on. Yeah. I'm putting a brace. Uh, it's like a corset to keep my, my body just aligned better and not, like, slouch so much. And it's crazy that going back into my routine and working out, and it, my working out is not the same anymore as, oh, I'm deadlifting, I'm squatting. I haven't yeah. squatted, and I can't even tell you how long I haven't deadlifted since. Yeah. Um, I haven't pushed any weight on my body. Um, so It's been about a year since you did squats, because you and Brandon came and did a workout here. Yeah, we did the so resistance. You did a couple of squats, yeah. I, I can do resistance bands. I can do free weighted yeah I can do like stuff like that but when I say squat I like, think yeah something heavy on my barbell back squats, heavy yeah. barbell but I'm learning that you don't need to work out like that yeah to progress you really don't I've maintained a I've maintained whatever I got you know till this point working out different ways yeah and it made my body feel 10 times better getting out of the routine screwed my back up yeah so Staying in a routine and keeping this going is just good for the mind and the yeah. body. Did you launch Metal Misfits after the injury or before the injury? After the injury. After the injury. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, injured, under doctor's orders. I'm, I'm going to go off on the side a little bit here. I'm not a doctor. But when it comes to certain things, I don't think doctors are the brightest, especially when it comes to 
physical injuries. Um, I mean, I run this fitness facility and more often than not, when I tell a, a member, you have to go get that checked out, I know they're probably gonna come back and they're gonna say the doctor told me I can't work out, which is totally wrong. I'm just looking for, you know, the x-ray and the diagnosis so we can uh, work around the injury and fix that imbalance so you can continue moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, I have a similar injury to yours. Mine is a torn annular L5-S1 that's like just the shell of the disc is torn. So the gel doesn't really come out, but it kind of comes out and it attacks your nerves and all of that fun stuff, whatever. And same thing. This is while I was in the army. Mm -hmm. They put me on what's called a dead man's profile. You can't do anything. Wear this brace. Take these drugs. Um, so for about two, three months, I didn't work out. And I could remember laying on the floor in the living room, curled into a ball. Because for me, that's the only thing that would alleviate it, is if I went like into the fetal position. Um, and it was just terrible. And then I was like, no. I can't do this. So I started working out again. Eventually ended up doing my first bodybuilding competition. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. I don't, I went through two sessions of physical therapy, a chiropractor, I got my nerves killed. Yeah. Um, I got four nerves killed, the rhizotomy. Um, I learned a lot when it comes to like the back and how it works and how the spine works. And you're, you have a background in, in uh, fitness. So it's like, you know, you know a lot, right? Yeah. And I don't know the terminology or whatever, but like you show me something, I, I know exactly, I know a lot. Yeah. So when I went to physical therapy the first time, my friend was actually my therapist who's actually in the gym. She yeah. just graduated. Um, she used to take me to th through things and I'm like, you could just, you would have just told me to do all this stuff at home. Yeah. I didn't have to come here to do this. Like I had to do this on my own at home. So I started just like accounting for everything that they gave me. Yeah. Whatever they gave me, that's how I work out today. Yeah. Um, but I, they cleared, she cleared me after six weeks and I wasn't ready. She had me squatting again. Yeah. Um, with weight on there, 135 pounds, bulging disc, uh, to see how my form was. She's like, your form's great. Like, I think you're, you're ready to get back out there. Yeah. I got back out there and of course, I was like, all right, so I'm leg pressing. <laughs> I'm leg pressing crazy. I'm doing my leg day. And I'm like, you know, once you take your pre-workout, you don't really feel anything. Yeah. And your adrenaline's going. I'm just getting through my workout. I'm excited that I'm back in the gym. Next day, I'm like, I think I, I can't injured myself. I was like, I think I yeah. injured myself. And, like, I could barely sleep. And I'm like, she didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah. You know, like, I love her to pieces. But I wasn't ready, like my body is not ready. And uh, I went through a second physical therapist. And when I was with the second physical therapist, I was going through the same stuff. The first one was doing with me and I was like, you guys are also putting me through things where I'm not your normal fit. Yeah. I'm not your normal 28 year old, seven year old that's walking in here like I have a slip disc or you know I need to recover like I'm a I'm 135 pounds at the time was deadlifting 250 270 yeah you know for reps I'm doing I'm 
literally doing like pull-ups in between session and yeah. between supersetting like I used to train I used to train different yeah I I keep all my videos because I like reflect <laughs> but like the doctors didn't know how to like or maybe that was my fault for choosing which doctor I went to yeah they didn't know they didn't know what they were doing when it came to my body and yeah. what I do and how I work out um, they were just trying to ease me back into like life and it's like I'm not trying to ease back into life I'm trying to ease back into the gym yeah back into my lifestyle yeah uh, buddy of mine he's gonna be here at the open house as well uh, he does body work um, and he calls physical therapist physical terrorists because sometimes they have the ability to wreck your livelihood you know um there's there's we could talk about this forever mm -hmm. um but in 2019 you got injured mm -hmm. you were also working mm -hmm. in school mm -hmm. had a kid mm -hmm. um launched your company mm -hmm. brandon um brandon was deployed um that was about two years mm -hmm. and a couple of months ago. And now here you are starting to ship overseas, um, making business connections, um, almost bashful and not embarrassed, but bashful and shy about how successful your brand is becoming mm -hmm. or even has become. I like to say humble. <laughs> Yes, yes. I like um, to say humble, like I just, that's not my personality to, you know. Yeah. This is what it is, or gloat. Yeah. Um, I'm always like, oh, well, it could be better, you know? Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I'm always like, I could be better. Yeah. So. Um, so, people always overlook all the things that people have to overcome to get where they are. Um, that's a lot to deal with over two years um, but you never gave up on the dream never. never said okay well PT says I can't work out so I'm just gonna give up on the gym and figure something else out right mm -hmm. never stop being a parent <laughs> Never. you know never stop worrying about your husband overseas wherever he is right mm -hmm. all of these things just having that grit to just power through and look at metal misfits now yeah it took one life-changing moment it took one life-changing moment something very traumatic to happen where they kind of opened my eyes and it's like stop playing games yeah stop stop saying you're gonna do it and just do it yeah um, that moment like it really it was about it's been about two years now um and I just kind of been I'm in go mode 24-7 and a lot of people think that busy is bad like yeah. oh you're always busy my dad just called me when I was over there waiting yeah. and uh, he's like you're working again and he started laughing I said you don't believe me he goes no I, I believe you calls me every single morning and I'm like I'm busy I'm either at the gym I'm doing I'm packaging or I'm doing something I'm at a meeting I'm connecting I'm networking He's always like, you're always doing something. I'm like, it's just busy. Yeah. So yeah. It's what makes me throughout, I think, 
go. Yeah. The less I do, the worse I get. Yeah. So what happens is, I think there's two different perspectives of busy, right? Because for someone in the same position as you, um, trying to start a business and get a degree and be a parent and doing it without the other half of that family or a third of that family, um, if you didn't map it out, then the odds are a lot of things that you've accomplished wouldn't be accomplished because you would feel so busy, just busy out of your mind. But when everything's mapped out and you know exactly when, what's happening, how long it's gonna happen, and of course, over time, you make adjustments to how long things are gonna take. Um, some things you estimate are not gonna take as long as they actually do. Um, but when you have a schedule and you stick to it, you're busy in terms of always having something in your schedule, but it's there because you put it there. So you don't necessarily feel busy. You no. just feel productive. Yeah. You feel like you're doing what you're supposed to do. Um, I'm sure it's gotten to a point where you've got your schedule figured out and this is your day to day, you know, and then of course some things change based on the day and what you have going on. And then you're like, man, I revamped something. So I have all of this time what am I going to put in my schedule? That little thing over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas other people just leave it empty. I mean, fill it in with the family time. Fill it in with, you know, the meal prep that's impossible. I keep saying, like, I used to be a big Netflix, like, yeah. chill type of girl at the end of the night. Um, I really haven't had, like, chance to, like, do it like that. But, like, when I have that open time... I'm gonna, I'm gonna Netflix and chill all day. That never happens. Yeah. I don't sit Netflix and chill anymore. I, uh, I'll eat like my dinner and I'll put like Netflix on while like I'm eating. Yeah. When I have like moments, but I usually fill my schedule and if I do have time, I spend it with that little yeah. thing over there or that's house time. Yeah. That's house time to get things in order. Yeah. Um, I did hire a business coach. Um, her name's Bree Bradley. Um, I had things in order before I met her. I had my budget, my planner, but I wasn't keeping myself accountable 100%. I wasn't actually strategizing the way I am now. Yeah. Now things are planned. You can tell on our social platforms. It was just day to day before. Yeah. I would take the pretty picture and then I'm like, ooh, I could post this today. Yeah. Or I'll take something or somebody will post something. I'm like, ooh, I could use this today. Now I actually, everything's planned. Yeah. So, stuff comes in my photographer knows ahead of time we know when we're meeting we know what we're shooting we know what girls we need yeah. how many girls we need um, then once the photos are done he tells me a date I pick through those I put them all in this like app yeah where I plan it out yeah and strategizing has took me to the next level which Absolutely. My business coach kept telling me that. She kept telling me, like, you, what is your goal? And I kept saying to me, you know, at the time, I was like, to make $100,000, you know, make this $100,000 business this year. And she's like, okay, so what do you got to do that's different? Yeah. I'm like, plan <laughs> and stick to it. And yeah. she's like, you're right. So if it wasn't for her, she plays a huge role in that. Yeah. Um, I've always been a budgeter and a planner but not when it comes to business. She took my business from mediocre to 
to that next level. Yeah. Just telling me how to think different, how to move different, how to strategize, and make sure, you know, she helps with the home planning. She's a mom herself yeah. with three kids, so she gets that aspect. She puts systems in place. Like, yep. there are so many different systems that I would have never, I would have never thought of using. That really just like take. It used to take me 15 hours throughout the week. Now it takes me three. Strategize for an hour, put the plan in place, use the system, and then I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And that's what frees up my time because really. But I'm not in the business for financial gain. I think a lot of people go into business thinking I need to make money and I want to make a certain figure. I'm in the business to free up time with my family. Yeah. Because time for me is more valuable than finances, financials. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I think people, because I mean, as a business, yes, of course, we have revenue goals and we want to make a certain amount of money. But just like for someone on a weight loss journey, you know, people don't like using the scale. It's just another tool that we use to measure the growth and the success. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we wanna make money, but that's not the driver, you no. know? Um, in order for me to change the amount of lives that I wanna change, yeah, I do have to plan to make a certain amount of money because yeah. in order for me to get to that amount, um, of income, of revenue, I have to put that much value into every person that walks into this building. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like you said, it's not as simple as that dollar amount. No. Um, that's just one tiny piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Yep. I'm um, still sitting with zero salary. Yeah. Zero. I haven't paid myself much of anything. Um, and it just continues to go right in. So yeah. like one day, one day. Yeah. One day I'll get there, but I knew going in the first two years, like everyone that was very successful kept saying, like, don't think you're gonna be like making money and you're gonna be making that money. It's yeah. not yours. Yeah. It's going right back in, and I didn't understand that concept until I made my first thousand off my first thousand, and I was like, okay, well, I need to put that thousand back in yeah. because I want to make that two thousand into four, and then that four into eight, and it took took a long time, and it's still going, but yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of still going, I did see a men's tab on the website. Mm -hmm. um, so, is that something that's that's coming? That's gonna. So we had the drop of men's. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of guys who ask me for stuff, and guys I see in the gym and my job, and um. As I said, Metal Misfits is an individual who sets their attitude apart inside yep. and outside the gym. I have never, ever, ever said I am a women's fitness line. That's not what our vision or our mission is. Our mission, you know. Um, the guys thing is just not for me. Yeah. Okay. I tried it. I enjoyed parts of it. But when it comes to capital and financially putting capital into men's and women's, I'm pulling away from women's. Yeah. And why do something I'm not good at when I'm very good at something else? Yeah. You know, I'm very good at women's. I know what they like. I know what they love. I love shopping. So I know I'm good at that. Yeah. 
I am not good at fighting God's things. And, yeah. like, everyone's like, well, you got Brandon, like, at home, and he always is dressed well. And Brandon doesn't want to sit and strategize, okay? <laughs> so he's just like, get dad hats. I'm like, no, that's not what we're in business for. We're not get putting dad out dad hats and then not have anything to follow up. Yeah. So the Mets thing for me, I believe, I, you know, if it's in the cart one day in the future. Yeah. Just at the moment, it's not it's not fitting the plan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a little too much to tackle on as a one-person team. Maybe when it grows and I have more people to strategize, like, clothing with me mm-hmm. and all that. And until then, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, Every gotcha. once in a while, um, I do things like unisex stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's as far as it's going to go. Yeah. It's just like unisex, yeah. sweaters, t-shirts, the, the basics. Um, but as far as a men's line, no. You can visit my friend at Prodigy Apparel. Um, he is an IFBB pro, uh, Justin Yerko. Yeah. We actually go to his show this 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 week, uh, Friday in Tampa. Um, he's has his debut, and. That is men's. Yeah. That is men's. He loves <laughs> men's clothing, and he's good at it. So. Good. That's where I put people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. For for whatever reason, a lot of people listen to this podcast. They don't, but I'm just saying, if for some reason a lot of people do listen to this podcast, um, today, you know, just this episode, um, and they're like, oh, let me look at Metal Misfits. What is the message that your content presents that you think makes people say, yeah, I like that, I'm gonna buy that? Uh, it's a sense of community. So like, our hashtag is Metal Misfits Community. Um, these people have no idea who each other are, but somehow, some way, they feel inclusive. I have girls, no, um, you, you'll meet them one day um, soon. Nobody knows each other. Yeah. But somehow everybody knows each other. Um, it gives you a sense of purpose. It makes you feel like you're a part of something. Um, and it's it's a real life, I like to say, a real life person running the show. Yeah. Um, so as I stay as raw as I could on the platform, you know, I'm not just pushing out content there to look pretty or to whatever. There's still a lot of trial and error that goes in through it. So when I do get vocal or I share those things on social media, people love that. And people say, you know, that, that's real. Like, I'm supporting a real a real person. Yeah. Like, it's not just the brand name. Um, so more so the sense of community. Everyone feels like they mean something, and which they do to me, every single person. I always feel like, you're my favorite. And they're like, you say that to everybody, and it's like, because you are the, like, the, all of you are all my favorites. So, you know, that's that's what I see out of it. Yeah. A sense of community and inclusiveness, and that's what I want to keep going for. Make everyone feel like they're a part of something. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, we're all, I started as a fitness brand. Yeah. Um going more into the lifestyle because when I launched nobody in the fitness field supported me 
And I knew that because I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything. I had Instagram, and yeah. I would do everything directly off of Instagram. So anyone who came into my DM, you're talking to me. Yeah. You put your order in through me. Your address, I was delivering. I was doing it all. And nobody in the fitness industry was supporting me. And I was yeah. just like, when you're going through that, I was like, Ugh. like, what the? Like, I'm here for like, you yeah. guys. Like, I'm literally starting a fitness line so all the people in the gym could think. And so yeah. I really took a step back. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm here for the beginners with the starter kit. Yeah. People who want to start or yeah. people who are inspired. Until I realized that it's a lifestyle brand. It's it's people who want to get started. It's people who want to feel good in the clothes. They get the clothes and they're like, ooh, I'm motivated. Yeah. Some might make it to the gym, some might not. Some might, might just make it to the errands that they need to run. And yeah. They do those errands really well because yeah. they're but, dressed really well. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's, that's Metal Misfits. Gotcha. I love it. Um, so most of the people that listen are from Soldier Fit Easton. So guys, Jocelyn and Metal Misfits will be here for our open house on September 1st, or no, I lied, September 4th. Yeah, September 4th. Um, so you guys will be able to see her, talk to her there, meet some of her team. We're also gonna get them in to torture them with a workout, right? Yep. Um, and you said you were gonna cook something? I will most likely have like, like some, some like healthier okay. snacks. Is that like still the mom mode? mom syndrome you're gonna cook yeah. for everybody i'll probably yeah. have like things that my team will probably collectively all yeah. bring something yeah. that they love or is good we just have some like food for everyone to eat yeah. kind of mix yeah meet each other officially yeah so i can understand the community feeling because if you're doing that for a workout and a photo shoot i could imagine when you're like hey you want to come work this weekend uh, it sounds like you take care of your people. <laughs> this is so funny because my uh, my aunt is my one worker, so she's my mom's sister, younger sister. And uh, I asked her a couple days ago. I said, "Can you come work?" And she was like, "How long do you need me?" I said, two hours." So she goes, "So four?" And I was like, "You're right." I said, "Because we work for like an hour, and then I'm like, "Are you hungry?" And then we'll go have a snack. And then 15 minutes later, we're working again, and then we work for two hours. And I'm like, "Do you want? Are you hungry? Do you want lunch, or do you want anything?" Yeah. And that's just. She goes, "You pay me in food." Yeah. Literally, time and food. So that's just. I think that's the mom in me. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's good. It's good to have. Um, just creating that culture and being authentic to yourself. It's yeah. the only way to do it. Um, I really appreciate you coming by. You brought your daughter down. She's watching people work out right now. Um, so I really appreciate you fitting me into your schedule. Um, and I'm sure we'll do this again one day. Absolutely. Yeah. Part two coming soon. Part two. Awesome. All right, guys, this is Mel um, with Health Zen Wealthness Podcast. Um, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.